0: You're listening to Snow Tires, a radio play by Betty Johnson and James Mahoney, in support of the Canadian Cancer Society. Listen closely to the sounds of Christmas Eve. You might hear sleigh bells, unsolicited caroling, and little Michael Evans's tires spinning griplessly on fresh fallen snow.
1: Michael! You're just compacting the snow. Watch it!
0: It was true. He was doing just that. Little Michael Evans did not have snow tires. He was sick of going without the many things those around him had. In the first grade, grocery bags lined his hand-me-down boots. In middle school, he waited for a bearded man that never came. In high school, he spent a record seven hours underneath the mistletoe, without receiving so much as a peck on the cheek. He had not once dreamt of sugar plum fairies, and now, at the ripe age of twenty nine, little Michael Evans was without snow tires.
1: Oh god, no! Stop! Look, it's not that much farther. We'll just get out and walk.
0: By now you've met Michael Evans's girlfriend Emily. She was used to upholding certain traditions for the holidays. Most important of which was spending Christmas Eve with her family. The roaring fireplace, the stockings, the gingerbread house topped with gumdrops. Emily is missing all of that this year. All because dear Michael blew their meager savings on an unwise investment.
2: Look, I can tell you're still mad at me, and I'm sorry we don't have snow tires, but I was just trying to make our neighbors happy and spread some Christmas cheer. Plus, I thought it was a surefire way to make a quick grand. I mean, can you
0: blame me? It wasn't, and she did.
1: Michael, we have $30 to our name, no snow tires, and a staggering utilities bill, all because of you.
0: Three weeks ago, Michael took the snow tire money and bet it all on red and green string lights in a futile attempt to win the Mulberry Avenue Christmas Decorating Contest. Now, instead of having a reliable vehicle to drive home, the couple has three plastic reindeer, one kilometer of lights, a wooden sleigh, two snowmen, and a pumpkin that he spray painted purple and called a sugar plum.
1: And for what? A set of steak knives and the second nicest house on the block?
0: In spite of these hardships, these two lovebirds trudged towards the glowing signboard in the distance advertising 3 for 10 rentals.
3: Well, hello there. You guys coming from far? Is the 81 closed yet?
2: We walked for the past seven
3: blocks. Not too many other cars on the road. Ah, I see. I'm expecting my son and his family, but now I'm not so sure they'll make it. I hope they're safe.
1: We had our plans... altered. We're stuck in town for Christmas.
3: Well, normally I'd say you've come to the right place, but I'm afraid they've cleaned me all out of Christmas fair this year. If you check around the corner, there might be a Thanksgiving movie. Afraid that's the best I can offer. Well, that and popcorn.
0: Oh. Thank you. That's great. It wasn't. If Emily couldn't celebrate Christmas the way she had for the past 28 years, by God, she was going to rent at least one of her favorite holiday movies. She'd even settle for Gremlins. Michael could sense her displeasure and tried to lighten the mood.
2: Ah, popcorn. We could, uh, make some garlands. Maybe that's what our house was missing.
0: His attempt at levity didn't work. And, with the ring of the bell, over the streets of snow came a man, rugged and rosy-cheeked, into the video store.
2: Oh, God, it's Ted. Quick, let's
3: hide over here. Oh, hello there. Which way did you come in? Is the 81 closed yet?
2: Ah, I just drove in from Mulberry Avenue. 81's still open, but for not much longer. It's really coming down. So long as you got a good set of Michelins, it's no problem.
3: Say, aren't you that fellow who won this year's decorating contest? I was just reading about you in the paper.
0: The pair hid as though the Grinch himself had strolled in. Michael caught, out of the corner of his eye, a pair of red and white stockings on the cover of a videocassette. Ha, look! Emily. He reached over to pull the last remaining Yuletide tape. Ah, see, look,
2: a Christmas movie.
0: Michael, we're not renting the naughty list. At that moment, Ted's attention was drawn to the commotion behind the beaded curtain.
2: I'll be darned if it isn't Michael Evans from 331 Mulberry. How are you, neighbor? I'll tell you, man, you put up one hell of a light show. Would have been a shoo-in had my Mrs. Claus not insisted I get one of those newfangled inflatables. See, I told you. Ah, well. There's always next year, chum. Say, what brings you here on Christmas Eve? Not driving up to the family this year?
1: No, no. The snow canceled our plans. Looks like we're staying here.
2: Same. Just stopping off here to find some videos to keep the kids busy while I stuff the turkey.
0: Ah, a sound so melodic and filled with Christmas cheer, it could have been the mating call of a turtle dove. In that moment, the entire store was taken aback by the beautiful timbre of a lone VHS sliding through the return slot. Everyone turned to see what title it could possibly be. Not a creature stirred. Not even the mouse who had long ago made a home in the documentary section.
3: Huh. Would you look at that? We just got one
2: back. I don't suppose it's a Christmas classic. That would really make our night...
0: What gifts the return slot brought rested in the clerk's arms like a babe in the manger. Gold, frankincense, and myrrh were unmatched by the sight of that cassette. For Jesus could live a thousand years without once receiving a gift so precious and gracious as a three-day rental of...
3: Ernest saves Christmas.
0: Eh, that'll do. Little Michael Evans and his girlfriend Emily had no choice but to watch helplessly as Ted slid a $10 bill across the counter. Their Christmas plans stymied by Ted not once, but twice this holiday. Well, there goes one one one-hundredth of his prize money.
2: Alright folks, I'm off. Season's greetings to you two. Light
0: Show starts at 9. A cold gust of snowy wind filled Ted's absence in the humble video store as Michael and Emily stood shivering and empty
3: handed. Have you seen that guy's house? (laughs) We live across the street. Ah, the house with the plum. Good stuff. Well, I hate to kick you out, but I've got to close up shop and I don't think another video is coming in. Okay. We'll
1: just take the popcorn then.
2: Maybe we can just turn off all the lights and watch the movie through Ted's front window. I mean, can you believe that? He just waltzes right in here and takes the last holiday movie? Unbelievable.
1: Flashiest house on the block and a VHS tape of Ernest Saves Christmas. Some guys just have it all.
3: <laughs>
0: the jolly laugh of the old clerk grabbed Emily and Michael's attention. No longer were they a blissfully unaware couple fighting in a retail setting. Slowly, they turned their attention to the front of the store.
2: I don't see what's so funny.
0: Yeah, if you wouldn't mind a little bit of empathy. It's because of that guy
1: we are out hundreds of dollars, stranded on Christmas Eve, and now we've walked half a mile in the cold snow for nothing.
3: You know, I used to be just like you. Wasn't too long ago I spent every night cursing about the blockbuster up the street. It was so easy to blame them for my shortcomings and misfortunes.
0: He gnawed on his Twizzler like a wise old sage. But didn't they affect your sales?
3: Yeah, you have every right to be mad. I suppose so, but what good would that do me? At a certain point, I realized it wouldn't get me anywhere. I had to make the best with what I had, and that's what I've done. Some people would call it a blessing, but I wouldn't. It wasn't good, but it turned out right. Plus... The customers that do come in don't mind if I drink cider all day.
0: The clerk gestured proudly at his modest store, quaintly decorated with handmade garlands and wreaths.
2: Is the Blockbusters still open?
0: Michael!
3: Yes, I've got lots to keep me happy here. Plus, unlimited access to some of the most appropriately inappropriate seasonable titles, unsuitable for the whole family. <laughs> Ah, I saw you two already acquainted yourselves with that section, but I believe this is the true meaning of the season. Skin flicks? To be grateful for what you have and to make the most of it. Don't compare yourself to others, it'll only lead to upset.
0: They looked at each other and down at their popcorn.
3: Ah. I didn't know any better, I'd say this is a Christmas miracle.
2: Driving was brutal, but we made it after all. Merry Christmas, Dad.
3: I'm so glad you made it. I still have some cider, albeit not much. I found this stuck in the snowbank. Is this yours? Looks like this belongs to this young couple.
0: He handed the pair a glowing copy of It's a Wonderful Life.
3: You'll have to rewind it yourself, though.
0: Wow. (laughs) Thank you so much.
2: You have no idea, man. Thank you.
0: As little Michael Evans and his girlfriend Emily walked through the winter wonderland back to their car, they discussed plans to pick up a lavish feast worthy of their prized cassette tape. From the only convenience store still open, they procured soda, pretzels, and chocolate covered raisins. The pretzels were stale, but they didn't mind. Snow Tyres starred Brian Fairbrother as the clerk, Eric Kim as Michael, Jackie Mahoney as the narrator, Madeline Rose as Emily, and Keith Williams as Nicholas and Ted. It was edited by Rachel Wyatt. The songs used were Christmas All Alone by Candle Gravity and "Old Lang Syne by Wooden Ships. Thanks for listening!